in this series called Powerful People, we will have a new preacher every Sunday that will take a character from the Bible and share how they learned lessons from it and how they applied it into their own lives to become more courageous. So please enjoy this message. Amen. So I would love to speak Khmer, but I don't want Dara to get angry at me. So on to the English. It's such a pleasure to be with you this evening. You know, we're going to continue on in this series that we're doing of amazing people. And one of the things I love about coming and visiting ICF is I see amazing people at ICF. Amen. And we're just so blessed to be able to partner together for the gospel in Cambodia. Maybe you notice we have a big Cambodian map up here at the front. This evening we're going to spend a little bit of time praying for Cambodia. I believe God's doing a special thing in CM Reap through ICF. And if we look at the New Testament, God loves to use cities to start movements. We look at Acts 2 and God uses the city of Jerusalem. Then we look at Acts 12 and God uses the city of Antioch. And tonight we're going to look at Acts chapter 19 and see God use the city of Ephesus. And we're going to talk about this man named Epaphras. Don't get it confused. Ephesus and Epaphras. It's kind of difficult. And many of you go, who is Epaphras? What's I was talking with Dara, and he was like, I've been a Christian for 10 years. I got no clue who this guy is. And when I was praying for our time, I felt like God said he wants to increase our hunger for knowing God's word. Who wants to know God's word more? Amen. And so we're going to look at this man that is not very known, but he is an amazing man of God. But what happens is Paul is going to plant a seed in his life. Did you lose your seed that was on your seat, or do you have it? If you have your seed, grab it. Because we're going to use the seed tonight. And Jesus comes and he tells a parable in Mark chapter 4. And he talks about a seed. He says the gospel or the kingdom of God is like seed getting thrown over different types of soil. And I think many of you know the story. There's four types of soil. There's a soil that's like the path. There's the soil that has rocks in it. There's soil that has thorns in it. 
And when the so- when the seed falls on the soil, these three they die. But then there's a fourth soil. And the seed, the seed that falls on this soil, that's good soil, has a harvest of 30, 60, and 100 fold. In 2004, I was reading Mark chapter 4, and Jesus said this to me. There's good soil in Cambodia. Now, in Batambong, we have the best soil in Cambodia. Uh, I'm yeah. proud to be Cambodian and proud, proud to be from Batambong. But God was talking about spiritual soil in people. We're full of a room with people that have good soil. We have a room full of people who are good soil right now. Now, the seed is symbolizing the gospel. So I want you to look at the gospel. In this story, the seed is the gospel and the seed is perfect. The problem is the soil. Now in every parable that Jesus tells, there's always a surprise that comes. That the people hearing would go, what? Because when you would harvest at that time, if you had a good harvest, it might be double. The greatest harvest might be times five. But Jesus says that it's not going to be two or five, it's going to be multiplied 30, 60, 100 fold. And everybody listening would have gone, no way. Tonight we're going to look at a man named Epaphras. And we're going to see a harvest that's huge through his life. God loves to start with small things in order to accomplish great purposes. ICF started with a small dream. But God has a huge calling on you. Tonight we want to look at Epaphras' life and think about what he's going to do through you in the next couple of years. But I want to ask you this question. When you look at a seed, what do you see? It's easy just to think of, oh, a seed makes a little seedling. But actually in a seed there is the power of multiplication. One tree can then turn into a whole forest. 
when you think about a seed, what do you see? Do you just see a tree or do you see a forest? But then trees, they also produce fruit. When you see a seed, can you taste the fruit? But then you can take trees and you can cut them down and then you can turn them into musical instruments. And they can become pianos and guitars and create beautiful music. When you see a seed, do you see a tree? Do you see a forest? Can you taste the fruit? Can you hear the music? God is bringing a great harvest in Cambodia. And our job is to take our lives and plant them in good soil and then go out all over Cambodia and throw the gospel seed. Now this makes sense to us for Bong Phaong Khmer. This makes sense for us as Cambodians. Because we're an agricultural community. We know how to throw seed. And Epaphras, he's going to receive the seed of the gospel. And then he's going to go out and he's going to throw the seed of the gospel everywhere he goes. So I want to introduce you to this man. And most of, them don't, most of us don't know him. And I want to tell you that's a good thing. This series is about amazing people. I have a very big concern that in our generation, we are not very interested in heroes, we're more interested in celebrities. Heroes give their life for other people. Celebrities live their life for themselves. When I was a kid growing up, we liked to talk about heroes. Now I don't hear anything about heroes. All I hear is about celebrities. In Cambodia, about five years ago, we always heard hero, hero. And now we don't hear about the hero. We hear about the idol, idol. I want to tell you, God is not calling you to be an idol or a celebrity. He's calling you to be a hero. But I'm very concerned that the church starts to get consumed with being like celebrities. And Epaphras is a great example of somebody who was unknown but made a huge difference. We're going to find Epaphras in the book of Colossians. And what's interesting is most of the books that Paul writes, he writes to churches that he planted. And 
The book of Colossians is written to a church that he did never ever he never went to. If you read in Colossians chapter 2 verse 1 it says For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen my face They've never seen him so Paul didn't plant this church. So because you want to know the Bible, you should ask questions when you read the Bible, okay? Again, I pray that you get more hungry for the Bible tonight. So where did this church come from? In Acts chapter 19, we get a hint. In Acts chapter uh, 19, sorry, uh, it says this. It's talking about Paul being in the city of Ephesus. And it says, he continued there for two years so that all the residents of Asia heard the word of the Lord, both Jews and Greeks. Think about this. Two years, all of Asia heard the gospel. Here's my question for you tonight, ICF. What does God want to do in the next two years through you? Could all of the city of Siem Reap hear the good news through you in the next two years? Could the whole of Northwest Cambodia hear the gospel through you in the next two years? You got to plant a seed. But Paul didn't tell everybody in Asia by himself it would have been impossible. And so, how did everybody hear the gospel? If you look at this map, you'll see the city of Ephesus. It's a really important city, kind of like Siem Reap. God loves to use cities. And it's about 200 kilometers away from the city of Colossae. And lots of people would go from these cities over to Ephesus to get things. I just learned how to do that from the techniques guys. Can you guys clap for them? <laughs> And so many people would go into the city of Ephesus. And Paul was there. And he was planting seeds. Epaphras receives the seed. 
And he goes back to his city of Colossae. And he plants a church. And you say, are you making this stuff, stuff up, Pekadei? I don't know if I can believe you. Read with me in Colossians 1, chapter, uh, chapter 1, verse 7. Just as you learned it from Epaphras as our beloved fellow servant, he is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf. What we see is Epaphras goes back and he plants a church in Colossae. I believe we're in a room full of people like Epaphras. You've received the seed of the gospel. You are good soil. And now your job is to go out and you're to spread the gospel. All over. All over Cambodia. And God's going to use Epaphras in amazing ways. So I want to give you four simple things to learn from Epaphras' life tonight. Number one, Epaphras was a man of character. It said, Paul said he was faithful. Here's what I want to encourage you. God has a huge call on your life. Turn to your neighbor and say, God has a huge call on your life. Okay, turn to your other neighbor that you didn't turn to the first time and say that again, God has a huge call on your life. God has a huge call on your life. The mistake that we make is sometimes we focus on the calling. I want to encourage you to focus on growing your character. Run after Jesus, don't run after your calling. And you will find yourself in the middle of your calling. But if you don't have the character, you will not be able to handle the calling. The best way I can give an illustration about character is a big boat. When you have a big boat and it's in the water, all you can see is the top third or half of the boat. All the rest is underwater. But the part underneath the water is so important. But you just look at the top and you go, oh, that's a beautiful ship. But if you don't have the bottom part, that ship will flip. This is like character in our life. Everybody can see the giftings. Wow, you're an amazing worship leader. Wow, you, you're so good at leadership. But character is all the things that people can't see. What happens in the dark? When nobody else is looking. God is looking for a people with deep character. Number two, 
so that he could give you a huge calling. Because your character must match your calling. If your character does not match your calling, it will be dangerous for you because you will flip. Epaphras was a man of character. I want you to see something else about Epaphras. Well, before that, I want you to, to think about how do we develop character. In James, it tells us how do we grow in our character. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. ដោយដឹងថាការល្បួងការល្បងលើសេចក្តីជំនឿនៃអ្នករស់គ្នានោះនាំបង្កើតឲ្យ how do we grow our character? James tells us it requires going through difficulties. Sometimes we think, oh, if I just become a Christian, life will be easy. The Bible doesn't promise us that. But it promises that Jesus will be with us. And as we go through it, we will mature. And we will grow in our character. And so it's crazy because this says when it gets hard, we should rejoice. We should go, yeah, it's hard, awesome. I don't know about you, but I don't usually do that. But when I look back, I see that it's in the hard times that I grow the most. ICF, may you be a people of deep character. In chapter 4, we see that Epaphras is also a man of prayer. It says, he is praying all the time on your behalf. Epaphras was a man of character and Epaphras was a man of prayer. As you're thinking about your life and you're looking at, at your life tonight, don't, don't, don't lose your seed. I want you to think about how's my character? How's my prayer life? Am I praying for my church? Am I praying for my family? Am I praying for my leaders? Am I praying for my country? Epaphras was a man of prayer. The third thing that we see is Epaphras was a person that took ownership. 
One of the things I love about coming to ICF is every time I come, I see more people taking ownership of the vision. There's new young people taking ownership of the vision. I want to encourage you, that's a sign of a healthy church. Amen. Amen. And Epaphras took ownership of the church. And this is what Paul says about him. He says, For I bear him witness that he has worked hard for you and for those in Laodicea and Heropolis. And so what we see is actually Epaphras doesn't just plant a church in Colossae. He receives the gospel in Ephesus. He goes back to his home city of Colossae, plants a church. And he doesn't stop. He goes on to Laodicea. Laodicea. And then he goes on to Heropolis. And what you see in Epaphras he was a missionary going to the hardest places bringing the gospel to the least, the last, and the lost. This is another thing that I love about ICF. I love that you guys are reaching out into some of the hardest, poorest villages. And I believe God's going to continue to expand your ministry, not just in Siem Reap, but to other places. Epaphras gave his life sacrificially for the gospel. In a couple minutes, we're going to pray for Cambodia. But we believe that God is transforming this nation in this generation. Not next generation, our generation. And we've seen this happen over the years. In the last 50 years, both South Korea and Brazil have had been transformed in one generation. Brazil. They went from nations that didn't know Jesus to nations that were transformed by the gospel. They went from nations that were receiving missionaries to nations that were sending missionaries. That is what is happening in this generation in Cambodia. But God is looking for us to be a generation of epiphrases. There was a young girl who went to Korea. She was about 20 years old. Nobody knows her name. She's kind of like Epaphras. Her name was Ruby. And she was there for seven years. 
1907. And she died. And on her tombstone in Korea, this is what it says. If I had a thousand lives to give, Korea should have them all. I heard that about six months ago and I just started crying. I thought to myself, if Pekadei had a thousand lives, Cambodia should have them all. God is looking for a room full of rubies and a room full of epiphrases that don't need to be celebrities on Facebook or Instagram that aren't addicted to video games but are addicted to their Bibles and when he finds that generation in Cambodia he will change this nation. And the question is, will we be that generation? I believe we are that generation. I hope this message has inspired you and you become more powerful through the characters that inspire us from the Bible, but also to apply it into your own life. I Pray that you will have a great and powerful week and also don't forget to subscribe and click the little bell button that will remind you of next week's message. Have a good week.